Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. The Gold Coast Titans got their first win last night against the Brisbane Broncos. I tipped the Broncos. As I said to you, I was going completely off a gut feel, and I knew about 15 minutes into that game, I was in serious Barney rubble with this game. Um, the Gold Coast Titans, they clicked last night. They looked really good. Uh, look, this is a team that they played really poorly last week. Uh, people pointed out that they're overrated, they're shit, they're this, they're that, blah, blah, blah. It was one week, yeah, and this is this is why I talked about the bounce-back week. Now, I thought the bounce-back week would be bigger for Brisbane than what it was for the Titans, but in hindsight, you know what? For, for the Brisbane Broncos, probably playing well and losing and getting a lot of compliments compared to the Titans, who just cop shit all week, I mean... You're almost better off in round one to play poorly and lose than to play well and lose because I think that bounce back fat for the Gold Coast was massive. And I know from looking at last night, it was massive for David Fafita. Uh, he played 70 minutes last night, had a bit of a spell, pretty quiet game, still scored you know, 60 on his super coach, which was, which was really impressive. But obviously this week, come up against his former club. I think it was the Whisperer that tipped him to have a big game and he delivered. Uh, a try in the first half, a try in the second half, he was unbelievable. And this is something I've spoken about with David Fafita for a long time, that if you can utilize him properly, uh, he can do anything. And they actually did use him properly last night. They isolated him one-on-one with defenders. They tried to get him as, at Milford as much as they possibly could. And whenever they did, he delivered. Uh, Tessie New did not want anything to do with him either. Tessie knew his his defensive issues, that's something he's going to have to sort out. Um, I know he's young, I understand that. He's got brilliant attacking upside. We've all seen that, but if you're going to leak points like that, I'm sorry, it's just not worth it. Yeah, this is a kid that you're playing center. It's the hardest defensive position in the game. And people will say, oh, yeah, but in the middle, some of these guys make 60 tackles. That's fine. You're making 60 tackles with bodies coming straight at you with other bodies around you to help you. Yeah, there's no, there's not much brain work in that. It's just the physical side. At center, you're making one-on-one tackles. You have to make decisions. That's where you hit your block plays. That's where fullbacks fade in and out, centers run overs. Like, there's just so much to think about there. On top of that, when you're playing the Titans, you've got David Fafita coming at you. Probably the hardest guy to tackle in rugby league at pace. So, Tessie knew it's going to have to be something he's going to have to sort out. Tony Staggs is going to come into this side. 
in about 10 weeks or so. He's still a while away, but Tessie knew it's something he's got to sort out over the next few weeks because Brisbane, they cannot afford to have an edge with Milford and with uh, Tessie New next to each other. It's proving to be costly. Um, I'll start with the Titans. Look, in a game where I thought AJ Brimson was pretty quiet for them to lay on 28 points, that was really impressive. Um, Fogarty, I, I, I thought he was good without being great. It was just a really good team performance from the Bron- from, from the Titans, to be honest with you. Um, no, you know, outside of David Fafetta, I didn't think there was any huge stands out. I thought Tino was pretty good. He, he was involved everywhere. I was shocked to see his Supercoach score. I was talking to some of the boys last night about this at, at 36. I think that'll go up um, quite a bit. The thing that still worries me about them is the hooker. Um, you got Rain. You got the young fella that came off the bench, Clark. He, he scored a meaty um, of a try off Anthony Don some good footy there but I just I still think they are a quality nine away from being a real premiership threat Uh, last night was a good move in the right direction they look strong Um, to be honest with you I thought Brisbane held them out reasonably well early in that game I think the Titans could have scored you know 40 odd points here if Brisbane didn't defend as well so I think you know, as impressive as it was from the Titans, they've got a lot more to offer. They've got a few more gears to go up. Um, Supercoach-wise, not a bad night to be a for- forward. Fafita scored two. Wallace scored one for a 78. And Joliffe scored one for a 62. Joliffe is a guy that I think is very underrated. I'm a really big fan of him. Fogarty with a 56, as I said. Uh, good without being great. Every time he passes the ball to Dave Fafita, there's about a one-in-four chance he's going to get a try assist or line break assist at the moment. So massive for Jamal Fogarty owners. Uh, Mo Fodawaker with a 55. Aaron Clark off the bench with a 54. Corey Thompson with a 49. Thought it was a really good performance from Corey Thompson. He's just everywhere. He's energetic. I love it. Tyrone Peachy coming off the bench of 46. This is another guy that when he's on the bench, don't freak out, yeah? He's going to come on. He's going to have impact. He's going to do good things. He is working his ass off when he's on the field, Tyrone Peachy. That's a 46 in the pissing rain for the Peach, yeah? That's probably the worst-case scenario for Peachy. As the season goes on, they play dry footy. He's going to be big. Yeah, Big Tino at 36. I'll be shocked if he doesn't go up. Just having a look at his stats now. Tino, Tino, Tino. Played 54 minutes, 14 hit-ups for 140 metres. Um, and how many tackles did he make? Post-contact metres, 59. Yeah, look, this guy, he's got plenty more to go up on. I'll be shocked if he doesn't dive up quite a bit to be honest with you um tackles made for tino 26 okay i'm expecting him to go up by probably 20 or 30 points at least yeah, at least 20 points for tino so don't panic if you're a tino offer owner uh, he will go up a lot of people messaged me about philip sammy this week obviously in your draft leagues look he's a guy with a, with a lot of upside but the base stats they've never really been there this is a guy that i looked at in my comp as well i avoided him i mentioned in the previous podcast i went for heimel hunt over him philip sammy got 20 the base stats just aren't there. They scored 28 points against the Broncos. I just, yeah, I'd be leaving him out. He's not a guy I'd be going after. As I said, AJ Brimson, 20 points. Very, very disappointing from AJ. We expect a lot more out of him. Um, but sometimes it's just not games for these guys to star, realistically. Ash Taylor with a 34. I'll tell you what, Ash Taylor's defense, I'll touch on this later in the week, but his defense was unreal last night. There was a shot that he put on Brody Croft, which was unreal. And, Look, it didn't win the game for the Broncos, but it, it for the Titans, but it really laid a foundation there that said, this is our game. It's over now. Yeah, I thought that was massive from Ash Taylor. On the other side of the park, the Broncos. Uh, look, Tavita Pango Jr., you look at that. Supercoach score 92. Mate, if, if he would have played the last 20 minutes... Sorry, if he, if he would have played his first 30 minutes the same as his last 20, Brisbane probably win. He was unbelievable, but... 
he just doesn't I, – I, I don't know what it is with TPJ. And this is the first year I haven't had him in Supercoach, and he's doing these unbelievable scores. Everyone's talking about him. But for me, it is just so painful to watch this guy with so much ability, so much to offer, and he just picks his moments here and there. Now, he's not in on every game. I mean, the way that he went at David Fafita after he scored two tries, like, fuck, did you not know David Fafita was one of the most damaging players in the game? Did it have to take him scoring two tries, putting 12 points on the board for Tavita Pango Jr. to get the shits and go at him? Like, I don't know. You, you've just got to bottle whatever TPJ was doing in the last 20 there and have it for his whole 50 minutes. He could be the best forward in the game. We've said it before. He's got the ability to be able to do it. There was another play in a crucial moment there. I know it was at the back end of the game where... He hit, he span, and he threw an offload. He wasn't even watching. He didn't even look to see if anyone was there. He just threw it. And it's that selfish sort of stuff. There was an article during the week about super co- about play- NRL players trying to get more super coach points. And to me, to me, to Pangai, he looks to be one of those guys. I just thought that was a selfish play. It wasn't on. There was just no awareness in it. And this is what Tavita has in him. Um, I think he's an unbelievable footballer, but he needs to get this stuff sorted out because Brisbane need him at his best. And it doesn't mean he needs to offload on every play. You're drawing in four or five tacklers on every single play. Get your quick play the ball. Let Turpin go. Now, I I thought Tessie New scored an 81 in Supercoach. I played him this week. Very happy with that. I was unlucky not to probably score 100. He dropped a ball. He had a ball knocked out by AJ Brimson that was then scored by the winger. Um, I thought he was unlucky not to get more points. But defensively, as I've said, Tessie New needs to watch himself. Brody Koroff with a 69, and I reckon there's a good chance he doesn't play next week. He simply isn't running enough, Brody Koroff. This was... The hallmark of his game when everyone was hyping him up in Melbourne. I just he just looks like he's lacking confidence to me last night. I thought he was good last week, but look, they're 0-2. And I said this about the Broncos all preseason that there's a good chance they could start really slow. They're going to be missing stags, they're going to be missing Payne Haas, and this could all turn to shit very quickly. And I think you saw if you haven't seen the press conference from Kevin Walters from last night, go and have a look at it. It is an awkward thing. I don't think all is well there and Unfortunately, when you wear the seven, the team goes well. You get all the compliments. When the team's going poorly, though, it's on your head. And Brody Croft, I think he'll be wearing this one a little bit, especially after dropping that ball last week. Um, and then there was a play last night where he had them for sixes and sevens. All he had to do was run, and he threw the ball to Jordan Ricky for essentially a crash ball. And I don't know. Just I know Kevin Walters would be worried about this guy. I, I heard you know a couple of weeks ago that he'd be given a month as a Brisbane seven to make it work and looking at their draw for the next few weeks I'll just get it up now I mean there is mounting mounting pressure on this kid to deliver um, it is really worrying me how this one's going to play out for Brody Croft I wouldn't be shocked to see Tommy did come in next week or the week after now the Brisbane Broncos they play the Bulldogs next week then they play the Melbourne Storm then they play the Rabbitohs then they play the Panthers and the Eels and then they play the Titans again Look, if they don't win next week against Canterbury, I don't think they win a game for another one, two, three, four, potentially six weeks when they play the Cowboys. So they could be, you know, 0-7, 0-8 there by that point, which is a really scary prospect for the Broncos. Uh, Payne Haas will walk back into the building over the next few weeks, but, geez, he's going to have to have one hell of an impact. They've already been pretty vocal that um, you know he's not going to be playing huge minutes, so that hurts. And look, I, I don't think their forwards are the issue, to be honest with you. I think it's their halves that they need to get sorted. Um, Milford, I praised him last week. He looked so good. He went back to sort of pedestrian Milf last night. There was one play where he took off on last tackle. They pressured him. He tried to throw an offload. It was last tackle. I just You saw a little glimpse of what Milf can do, but the rest of the game was very pedestrian from Milf. I, I worry if they don't beat Canterbury next week and 
And, and and this game is going to be so interesting next week. I'm tipping Canterbury lose to Penrith later this afternoon. And I called this the bounce back week. Brisbane have now lost two. I'm tipping Canterbury going to lose two. No, neither of those teams is going to want to lose their first three games. It is a crucial game for both of these guys. It's a crucial game for a lot of young fellas. Um, you know, it's a crucial game for Brody Croft. For Avarillo and Flanagan, it's going to be massive. This is a must-win game for both teams. It's in Suncorp. So if Canterbury managed to sneak home with a win, my God this Brisbane team they are going to be in some serious Barney rubble so one to watch there it's going to be going to be wild to see how that one unfolds um, super coach wise as I said you saw Pat Garrigan with a 43 had some troubles with his hands last night Jordan Ricky with a 63 uh, pretty impressive from Ricky uh, I think he's still got a lot more improvement in him though Jermaine Asako he I don't know. I, I felt like, and and Jermaine Osako is in my draft team, by the way. So maybe I'm a bit harsh on him. I felt like there was a lot of drop balls and a couple of errors here and there. He forced a drop out. He made a line break off a kick at the very back end. Kicked a couple of goals that hit the post. So probably one of the more shaky 59 point scores you will ever see. But I'll take that in my side. I think he's going to hold on to that fullback jersey. I think with the young fella, uh, his name escapes me. Signing with the Warriors the other day probably helps Osako's cause to stay there. Uh, Tom Flegler, 42. Bit of a mixed bag from Fleger and Carrigan. Um, and I mean, 43 and 42. You've got to remember that Payne Haas is going to walk back into this team soon. So a little bit worried about those two, to be honest with you. Coates, 41 with a try. That's what you can expect from Xavier Coates. Uh, Alex Glenn, 35. I thought he looked better than a 35. Wouldn't be shocked to see him go up. Same as Jake Turpin with a 31. Um, the biggest disappointment, of course, Anthony Milford. He scored 11, and I believe he had 12 points in force dropouts. So work that out for yourself. What on earth has happened there? That's a big worry. I'm sure he will go up, but a big worry there. The other big worry for a lot of Supercoach owners, um, I know the Whisperer mentioned him a lot this week, and um, I did as well, saying that after round one, we thought we had David Mead wrong. And unfortunately, this week, he's returned to the David Mead that I used to know, uh, 12 Supercoach points. If you did bring him in, if you went early to bring him in, that one's going to really sting. All of a sudden, that 70 goes down to a 30-point average or whatever. So uh, a big stinger there for David Mead. Fingers crossed he can lay. He can score a couple of meat pies for you guys next week. But yeah, look, as I said, I got this one wrong. I'm now sitting on one from three to kick off round two, which is a real stinger. Um, I went with the Melbourne Storm. I think most people would have got that one wrong. Well done if you got it right. Great tip. Uh, I went with the Broncos to beat the Titans in an upset, and we got the Titans that we'd been expecting all off season. So as I said to you when I tipped it, just a gut feel, was way off the mark there. So I, I, I cannot wait for this Brisbane versus Bulldogs game next week. Hopefully it's a dry track and we get to see the best of both these teams because that will be a clash of desperation footy. I always call round one is the wild card week. You never really know what's going to happen. This year it played out as it should. Round two, it's always the bounce back week. Yeah, teams are desperate. Round three... This is desperation week. This is teams, a couple of teams that haven't won a game yet. There's going to be a few of them running around, in my opinion, and there's going to be two in this game, the Canterbury Bulldogs and the Brisbane Broncos. One to really watch there. Just a reminder also, guys, if you haven't brought merchandise on the website, rugbyleagueguru.com.au, jump on there today. There's a special for today only on Saturday. Uh, if you put in the code ROUND2, all in capitals, R-O-U-N-D, number two, ROUND2, with no space in the middle, you'll get 15% off all of your merchandise today day. That's just for today, though. It will expire at midnight tonight. So if you haven't already, jump on the website if you want to support me. What I'm doing, jump on there, buy some merchandise. They are quality kit. A lot of people have already bought already, which has been sensational. Going to run a couple of specials here and the, here and there, though, and today's one of those days. Cheers, guys. I'll have my full Super Saturday preview coming up soon.
softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. Mm. 